that Jesus spanned that gulf that we could not span. I praise the Lord for His goodness. Let's pray. Father, what a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. And I pray you'll touch everything about this service tonight to help us to love you as we've never loved you before, to love you as you ought to be loved. I pray you'll just take our hearts tonight and just remind us of what you've done for us. Honor your name and everything that's done. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now we know the little chorus, God is good all the time. Well, we're going to change it just a little bit. We're going to leave the right words, but we're just going to change the tempo a little bit. And uh, we're going to sing a little bit faster tonight, a little happier. But God is good all the time. There's the words. Let's see if we can get this going. Ladies, here we go. One, let's start measure 16, I guess. One, two, 16, and go. God is good all the time. He put a song of praise in this heart. Listen how it goes. God is good all the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. Through the darkest night, his light will shine. God is good. God is good all the time. Sing it with me now. Here it goes. Two, six. God is good. All the time, he put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. Through the darkest night, his light will shine. God is good. God is good all the time. Let's sing it one more time. I think you got it now. Open up, sing now. God is good all the time. He put this song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. Through the darkest night, His light will God is good. God is good all the time. Let's no quit. Let's do it one more time. is good amen brother ronnie come down here if you would please i one of the things i rejoice in and praise the lord in is his touching of lives now that's how you measure what's going on in a church and we thank the lord for this way the growth that we're having 
But uh, you don't measure a church by how many is here. You measure a church by what is going on in the lives of people. And God has done a lot of things lately. If I want Ronnie to come share a word with you, then we're going to sing that again. I like that, don't you? I told the choir I like this version. I was somewhere, and I heard them do it this way. And I come back, I said, Rick, have you ever heard it done this way? He said, it's in the book. We're getting to it. But I like this. But I want Ronnie to share with what the Lord's doing in his life. Uh, for many times, I've often prayed to God that I'll do whatever and I'll surrender my life to you and I'll, I'll do whatever you ask me to, except I, I, don't, I don't really want to preach. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think consider myself a preacher and I don't think I can do that. But, but um, this past semester in my Sunday school class, we were going through studying the book of Joshua and there was a verse that came out in, uh, from uh, uh, the Lord was talking to Moses and he asked Moses a question. He said, do, do you think that God's hand waxed short? And for the past six months, I've had that in my heart. God's hand does not wax short in anything, in any part of my life. And so I've surrendered to preach, to teach, to disciple, to go to the mission field wherever God wants me to do because wherever he's working, I want to be. So y'all pray for me and my family. God is good. Let's sing it. God is good all the time. We'll do it one more time. Our offering this morning was $25,954.16. God is good. God is good. dawn on in a minute that he is good. Steve just shared something that blessed my heart. You share it with them.
Uh, the Holy Spirit touched my heart back there, and I, I was right there, for, and I asked myself, what am I doing? <laughs> 1987, I gave my life to the Lord to preach the gospel. And for the past 14 years, it wasn't until this past week, and yesterday actually when I sat down for about a two-hour-and-a-half-hour conversation with my wife, I finally confronted the issue that had, I've had to confront. And Brother Ken said in a message a few weeks ago, he says, talked about giving it all to the Lord. And uh, I came honest with God and honest with myself. And I, I told her, I said, I've never really given it all to him. I've never surrendered everything about my life. And yesterday, I surrendered it all to him. And uh, you're looking at what's going to be, and I don't know how. You're looking at a 45-year-old future student. I'm going some way, somehow, I'm going to school because I know without a shadow of a doubt that God's called me into the ministry. And that's to preach the gospel and to pastor. It's all about people. People and people and more people, but it's all about people. Y'all pray for me. God is good. God is good. good and don't want to stop but there's more to the service in one song amen you let's let our ushers come forward to receive our offering aren't you glad he's good tonight aren't you glad he's good tonight praise the lord for his blessings it's all to stir you and folks say i want to give it all to god and i want to follow his will that blesses me nothing blesses me anymore and see folks just want to honor the lord and Folks that come to a point that is willing to give up everything their life has been about just to serve God. That's a blessing. Amen. And I praise the Lord for it. Let's ask God to bless the offering. Father, bless our giving tonight. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to continue to do. Just glorify yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be saved.
things just a little bit different. Uh, I've asked Kay, I asked her about a month ago that she would have a song ready to sing for us. And she's here. I'm going to ask her to come on now. I don't know why I feel like she needs to come sing. It's real. It's real. I know it's real. Amen.
sets the sun, the sweet Holy Spirit, they're all three in one, a refuge and fortress, the giver of life, a comfort in sorrow, he's all that I
empty tomb. Our lesson last Sunday a week ago was about the empty tomb and Mary Magdalene as she came there. Know how hopeless she felt and how she wept and she wailed before her God because her Savior, the Lord, was gone. He was no longer in that tomb. She'd forgot what he said over and over again, that he would rise again. And oh, I tell you, when she saw him there and he said, woman, and which means dear lady, precious lady, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? And then he said her name as only he could say it. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> do you remember when he called your name as only he could do? <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> oh, he is risen today, but the stone didn't have to be rolled away for Jesus to get out. He was God. He could come forth. The reason it was rolled away was so you and I would know he was gone. <laughs> he is risen today. Then they carried him away, placed him in a borrowed grave. He didn't need it. And surely they thought that he, this would be the end of this man. But on the third
play that. Choir's going to come down. That's your cue just to get out and go all over this place tonight. Shake hands, hug next, tell someone you love them tonight. Let me live my 
Thing, I just want to make this comment. This church is electric, I tell you. <laughs> it's, you have a, it's, it's filled with fire, filled with fire. As Jesus was preparing to be crucified and pay the penalty for each of us, he did have what we are going to, I guess you could call a celebration the Lord's Supper. And I was sort of wrestling with uh, between this and two other songs, and I just thought this would just be more fitting tonight. God is a great God. You hear and you, you see what's happening in the church and all those who's given themselves to the Lord and letting the Lord use them and called and they're being called to. Well, they don't even know what they're being called to, some of them. But they're willing to be led by God. Let us all break together with them in communion with them tonight as they make these decisions. Let us bring friends together Oh. 
Thank you, Robert. As you know, tonight we are observing the Lord's Supper. And I want you to just to turn in your Bible, if you would, for just a moment to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And the two verses of Scripture that I want to put before you. What we do tonight, we do in remembrance of our Lord. We've tried through the years. Go right ahead, Travis. Oh, you're all right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes. Bless you, Travis. <laughs> That's all he wants. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sure. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, that's give the Lord praise. I thank him for all of his blessings. Amen. Great. <laughs> you always be willing and he'll show you what he wants you to do, what he wants you to do in your life said that many, many times before. All the Lord wants out of us is just to be willing to do anything He wants. And we get to that point, He will show us what His will is. And I praise the Lord for it. I tell you, my heart is full tonight. Yours. And I thank the Lord for His goodness and for all the things He's done. That's what this is all about. It's what we do here in the observing of the Lord's Supper. As you know, we do things quite different here than any other Baptist church that I know of in how we observe the Lord's Supper. And we do it every field Sunday night. And, but what we do here, and, and I do it out of conviction. And I do it out of a conviction that it's grown in my heart through the years. It's something the Lord wants us to do. It's called, we often speak of it as an ordinance. And there are two of them. Father, Lord, and believers' baptism, and observing the Lord's Supper. But I remember growing up through the years, and uh, even in the early years of my pastoring, the Lord's Supper had, very, had a very small part in our services. And when we did, I would usually kind of tag the end of a service with it and just kind of rush through it and whatever. But that's not what the Lord meant for the Lord's Supper to be. He meant it to be a time to stop and to remember. And that's what we've tried to do. So that's why we do it the way that we do. The Lord's Supper is not the end of a service. It is our service. Jesus, the Bible said in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four, And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do, 
in remembrance of me. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty five. the scripture said, and after the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, the new covenant in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. I want to say just two things about the Lord's Supper, and then we're going to have our men come, and they'll prepare the table, and then we'll uh, take the Lord's Supper tonight. But what is the Lord's Supper? Let me just sum it up in two things. One, the Lord's Supper is a time of confession. It's a time of searching our heart. There is a way that we prepare our hearts to receive the Lord's Supper. It's a time of examination. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty eight. 28, the scripture said, but let a man examine himself. So let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. I believe this. For I believe this because I believe the Bible. And when the Bible says something, I believe it. If God says this is the consequence of a certain matter, I believe it. It's the word of God. Amen. And the Bible tells us that when we observe the Lord's Supper, we're to do so with a heart that has been examined before the Lord. Is there anything in our heart that is not right? Is there anything in our life that doesn't please Him? It's a time that which we look at our heart and examine our heart. And as he says later, uh, later, in the latter part of the chapter there, to judge ourselves, lest we be judged. And the ideal is that if I will judge myself, I'll not have to be judged of the Lord. But if I don't judge myself, deal with sin in my life, He will judge me. He will deal with sin in my life. So the first thing about the Lord's Supper is, let a man examine himself. I say this with all sincerity. The Lord's Supper must never be taken lightly. This is not games tonight. This is serious. This is the elements that represent the, li the life of the Lord Jesus, His body and His blood. You don't trample over the body and the blood of Jesus Christ lightly. You don't, you don't take those things lightly. God doesn't take them lightly. That's His Son. That is our salvation. You don't, you don't mock those things or take them lightly. And to take the Lord's Supper, to take this little piece of bread and drink the fruit of the vine in just a moment, to do so without any thought whatsoever and your life is not right is very, very serious in the eyes of God. Because what you're doing is just, you're in, that, in, in essence saying, it's not a big deal what Jesus did. It is a big deal. We'd all be in hell tonight if he hadn't died. So the first thing about the Lord's Supper is you need to stop, look at your life, examine your heart, is there anything that doesn't please the Lord? Second thing about the Lord's Supper. It is not only a time of confession, but it is a time of contemplation. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. It's a time of thinking about what Christ has done for us. And we get so busy and we're such a fast uh, oriented society we're always moving always going but the Lord's Supper I believe was intended by the Lord just to cause us to just to bring everything to a halt and just stop and think about it and realize that everything we've enjoyed tonight is because of what he did for us if he hadn't died on the cross we couldn't have rejoiced tonight if he hadn't died for us on the cross we wouldn't feel what we feel in our hearts tonight he wouldn't, if, if, he, if he hadn't died on the cross for our sins, 
we couldn't enjoy the peace and the joy that we have in Christ, we'd still be in our sins. We'd be on our way to hell and may even be in hell. But because of what he's done for us, we're his children. Our sins have been washed away. Heaven is our home. And we must never forget that it cost the Son of God his life. It didn't cost me one thing. All that I had to do was put my faith in it. But it cost him everything. And we don't want to ever forget it. That's what the Lord's Supper is all about. So tonight, as we take these elements, do so in remembrance. We'll share with you scripture on the screen that will help you to do so. But first, I want us to take a moment. We're going to have a special song. And as they do so, I want the men to come and men to prepare the table. And I want us to have a time of confession, not out verbally or publicly, but I just want you in your heart to search your, search your heart. And...
I'm so glad the Lord forgives of sin, aren't you? That he is our advocate. I want to ask the men to come. We're going to serve the bread. And then when we begin to serve, we'll have another special. And I want you to remember as we serve the bread.
again, the scripture said, and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Ask the men to come and we'll serve the wine. As they serve the wine, we want to continue to remember and we'll have another special.
Scripture also says, and after the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. Rick, can we do the first stanza of the old rugged cross? Let's, let's close that way. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. Would you stand? Been a blessed day in the Lord. What a fitting way to conclude by remembering what he's done for us. Don't ever forget it. Don't ever lose sight of what Jesus has done for you. That's what keeps your heart warm. Let's sing the first stanza of this beloved old hymn. On a hill far away stood an old several folk that are visiting tonight be sure uh, to introduce yourself to them uh, take time to speak to our visitors let them know that we're so glad to have them and uh, we love them and so thrilled to have them here tonight Wednesday night don't forget our midweek service we're in the book of James in in the main auditorium on Wednesday night 
And uh, so you don't want to miss that. You're dismissed. Shake hands and fellowship as you leave.